0: Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to Power Start Your Day. It's Dane, Nicole Smith, Jackson. We're going to reawaken your spirit this morning, resuscitate your passion, renew your mind so you can recommit to the plan that God has for you, and that is for you to build a big business. Why? He wants you to be successful in all of these areas, your life, as far as your business and your money. And um, I love talking about what God says about business. You know, a lot of people don't think that God even belongs in business, and I tend to disagree. And uh, today we are discussing how to go from passion to profit, and many people don't even understand business. That's why they're not doing well in it. They think that it's all about the front end, but real business is happening behind the scenes. And so as we're continuing on to talk to you about the four basic things um, that everyone must master uh, in business, and if you get passionate about it, your business can boom. We talked about lead generation. We want to talk about um, you know, how you get your leads, things like that. People got to realize that, and we got to talk about lead conversion. Most people spend a lot of time on the front end and don't actually enroll people in their business, and then Now today we're going to be talking about lead integration, your customer experience, or your business partner's experience. What happens after they trust you enough to buy into your mission, your vision, and literally gives you moolah? What happens? You'll be surprised that this is where the money making really happens. But we got to first go to the Lord. Our scripture is going to be coming out of the book of Proverbs, and it's Proverbs 21 and 5. And that means you got to be diligent with this. But we got to go to the Lord together. Because I want us to get out of our heads about trying to be so impressive and make impact. Let's go to the Lord. Father God, we come before you. We honor you today because today is the day you've made, and we're glad to rejoice. We're here in the land of the living. Heavenly Father, as we are Opening our hearts and minds to what thus says the Lord through your Holy Spirit, who teach, guide, direct, and correct us. Put us on the right path that we will understand business the way you intended. And if we know it, we do it in your will. We'll get the results we're really looking for. Help us to release. unlearn the things that have helped us to be unsuccessful thus far we're not talking about just doing work we're talking about being passionate about our work where we are fulfilled while we are making fulfillment make that extremely clear to us on today dear lord as we honor you and bless you and seal this prayer with the blood of your son jesus christ amen So, good morning. I want you to go ahead and turn to Proverbs 21 and 5, and this is extremely, extremely a powerful scripture. Like, I don't know which scripture is not powerful, but pertaining to business, this one is powerful, and it says, the plans of the diligent lead surely to abundance, but everyone who is hasty comes only to poverty. Now, when we start talking about business. And being profitable, there's only one place that money comes from, it's people. And so the way you make people feel, doing business with you makes the ultimate difference. I can tell you, you know, from the time I was young and being the assistant to my mom in the salon, I could remember it was always about, she couldn't afford at the moment to hire receptionist. So I was the receptionist. And when I was only like 12 years old, and when they came in to the salon, even the fact that my mom could only afford her first salon to be like on an upper level, it was in a major plaza, but she couldn't afford to be on the lower level. So she said, let me start and build a relationship with the owner of the plaza. And We were on the upper level. So literally, people would come into the plaza. They had to drive into this large plaza. that had all these big anchor stores. And they would drive in, and they have to park. And then after they parked, it was this little door that we had to literally explain to them every time that they made an appointment where that door was. Because if no one really knew that there were businesses on that level they would easily walk by. If you say, hey, we're in the Copaco Shopping Center, and this is a shopping center that at that time had a radio shack. It had a big grocery store called Shoprite, a big major store called There that would have been similar to a Walmart or a Target, more like a Target. On today, it had, um, you know, uh, service merchandise. It had Baskin Robbins. Can you imagine all these anchor stores? And the only way to actually get to where my mom's salon was was called Unique Hair Design, spelled Y-O-U-N-I-Q-U-E. The only way to get to Unique Hair Design was to go in between the Greek pizza and this other place, and there was a door there that really had no words on it, and the person had to find it. So literally by the time, it would be easy for people to get lost. So we had to create a great experience from the time they were making their appointment to find that door and come up a flight of stairs. And my mom's salon was the last space down a long hallway. And yet we would be packed to the brim with clients. From the time people came to the door I was the one to greet them and I was only 12 and I had to sit up really straight at the receptionist desk, welcome them in, and then in between that I was the shampoo girl. In between that I had to go and do the towel. So I had to dovetail and my attitude always had to be that of I was there the service and the customer experience so much so that if I was not answering the phone that you would have clients ask where's Nikki now I was 12 and I didn't even understand that I was learning about the power of customer integration and that how I presented or represented the company made everything to do with the customer experience. So sure, we had the ads. My mom had ads out in the paper. Sure, there were flyers that were going on out there. And in between, I would also have to go put flyers on people's cars for lead generation. But when they called, someone had to convert them to ideally – make an appointment with one of the stylists. And one of the things that my mom did, and I didn't realize like how brilliant she is. I know she's brilliant now, but I didn't realize it at 12 on her strategy on what she gave me, which was the processes by which the customer experienced unique hair design before they even came in the door. But once we got them in the door, We want them to look no more for us alive. Now, how do we do that? Number one, we knew our customer. This was the reason why we talked about lead generation and say it's so important that you're authentic in even your customer acquisition. Because once they come in and meet you, now it's like time, it's game on. So there's no time for you to keep recreating the wheel and trying to recreate who you are as a person. You just have to be the best you there is. And so I can remember so clearly that she would say, when they come in, you better be sitting up straight and a smile on your face. And even when the phone rings, if someone was coming in, At the same time the phone was ringing, you greet that person with a smile, meet them with their eyes, eye to eye, and let them know, is it okay, I'll be with you in one moment, and then I would answer, Unique Hair Design, how may I help you? Sure. I can help you in one moment. I actually had a client walk in. Is it okay? Is this an emergency? Is it okay that I put you on hold? Put them on hold. Take care of the client quickly, make sure that they knew that they were important, and then redirected them and continue the call. Now, this is what I want you to get from this, that your customer experience has nothing to do with what you're going through. I see where some business owners, it's like a tug and a pull for them to serve the clients, the community. Mind you, I was the receptionist for everyone in the salon, so it didn't matter if it was just for my mom or for Mary or for Dawn or for Janet. Mind you, I am 47 at the time of answering and doing this this episode, and I could remember the stylist names, and I was 12 years old. Because they were also my mom's customers. The booth renters they were a part of the experience. So if we didn't treat them well as being the owners of the salon, then even when our customers came in for an experience, they could tell it by even the way we treated the people who worked with us. Now, God, I'm going to tell you something. Your customer integration, the system of how you do that, meaning what they do first, second, I just shared with you a system. She say, hey, if someone's walking in, you handle this person first, you say this to that person, then you go to that person, and then you go here. Do you know that most people don't even think about that? Even, let's say, if you have a product or service that you're offering, and even if someone is having a challenge, you don't have a system to say, this is The system I take the customer through to make sure that the experience is good. Because that's ultimately how I'm going to retain them when we talk about that later about customer retention. This is how you make money over and over. Now I'm going to tell you something. I have created these types of systems in every business that I've been in when I also moved from my mom's salon to my own salon and then now into network marketing and now into even my coaching practice of the experience. And when you have people that work with you or for you or whatever that don't understand that, it costs a lot of money. This in itself is one of the biggest money makers that if you knew how, No matter how many customers or business partners that you do acquire, their experience in itself can make you a mint, because this is where referrals come from. This is where people would say, hey, either the yays or the nays to do business with you. And most people spend so much more time on the front end, on the lead generation which you should systemize that. But once you convert them and once you integrate them, it makes the biggest of difference. You need to have systems as to when the customer or the client or the business partner come about, what is the system? What experience do they go through? And then now some people have opportunities to leverage experiences that have been created for them and they won't maximize it. The experience of when you bring someone in and they can see that there's other happy customers or there's other business partners collaborating, already working, it boosts the customer rating to where they say, yeah, I want to be here. Instead, I would see even in network marketing where people will decide to say, I'm going to create my own customer experience, knowing that they have no experience creating customer experiences or partner's experiences, and instead of them leverage at the highest ability so they can make money, they don't see it. I've mastered that because I can tell you from a young age, I was taught what that meant, that the customer meant everything, the business partner meant everything. And so when people don't even practice, remember, I was practicing on other people's customers. They weren't my customers. I was getting paid to do something. Well, sometimes my mom would pay me when she could. But that had nothing to do with how I presented and represented unique hair design. But what it did is it taught me how to represent whatever companies I've ever worked with. It's helped me represent myself as the CEO of Success Strategic Partners with the subsidiaries of like Pink Millionaire Club. It helped me understand That your customer experience means everything and how you make them feel means the world. The moment you forget that in business is the moment your business goes down, and you can't think about it as even when there is an uncomfortable separation, it must always be done in a way where the door may always still be open. I'm going to give you a few points here. And I think that this one, this is probably one you may want to even share with others because most people who are going from especially employee to entrepreneur or maybe going from a brick and mortar into now managing multitudes of people, they don't understand about customer focused cultures. The culture is how do you serve? So even for me, when I started doing network marketing, it was always about what is the customer experience and even what is my business partner's experience, especially the new ones? What do they experience when they come about? Do they experience a culture where people really care about their success or really care about delivering what we offer with excellence? So you got to know who your customers are. How do you do that? Asking basic questions, even in the conversion process, when you're getting to know, do they have children or what, you know, you can hear what's important to them and that will also help you know what's important for a support in your, this is why I do a lot of automation, but I also do a lot of community culture things where teams come together to help the entire team. What this does is allow people to still have time for their families if people understood that type of system. They're used to being an employee where they actually have to do all the work. They trade time for hours, and they even want to have all the credit. They don't want to share credit, so they want to make sure everyone's saying, oh, I'm the mentor, I'm the boss. No, we're all mentors and all bosses. That makes a much more stable situation for all the other people coming in after. You also want to have some sort of social media support. Social media is where people are naturally. I'm always working on the back end, even with my team, as far as my support team, of who helps me with social media and even the way that they answer and respond to people. And you'll see sometimes where people, you're paying people and they say, oh, you're paying them, but they don't want to be personable. Those are people that I opt out of my system. I'm in the process of doing that right now. When people don't realize that no matter what, if you're representing a company or what have you represented in excellence and you are personable, where the people know that you care even about what their their concerns are. So social media support as well as social media support comes into you being consistent with social media, showing up, letting them know, letting your customers know whether they need you or not, that you're still here. Social media is a way for you to present yourself consistently where a person will say, this is the brand. You want to also make your business suitable for as many people as possible. Where it makes it look like, hey, I might have my niche market, But there might be a market who might be interested in you that you didn't even know that you're appealing to. So this is why you always have to give the customer experience and a level of excellence because you don't know who they know. Do you know there are a lot of people who might not even look like you, but in their heart, they're just like you, and they would love to connect with you, but the customer experience is just ratchet. So you always even have to think about, wait a minute, even in, from a network marketing, I don't only represent myself, my company, I represent the industry. So I'm going to represent myself at a high level when you start talking about speakers, coaches, influencers, public, public uh, figures. I know. There's confusing ideas about what that means. Some people say the more money I have, the more I can do what I want. And I believe that the more money you have, if you care about other people wanting to earn more money, you should do what's best. What's in the best interest of those who would even pay you or pay attention to you. And so therefore, sometimes in the beginning, you're the one that will be responsible for your customer experience, but then later on you might have to hire some people to assist you. I can tell you right now, even in, you know, Pink Millionaire Club and, and when we're talking, I, I help them to be well-rounded in all aspects, not only bulletproofing their brains so they can be rich, not only knowing how to manage and, and, and um you know, manage and multiply their money, but also... How to do business. Because even if you're behind the scenes where, you know, I have multiple facets. I might be behind the scenes working on only working with my investment managers and what have you. But still, there's always an opportunity for additional business. So whether it's your prospective customers or the customers who trusted you enough to buy Take a look at your processes and get passionate about your customer experience. Some of my business partners are having customers' experiences with me when I even might think about them and send them a message that has nothing to do with the business that we're doing, but has everything to do with them. Because I know them. what if you were to go a step further and treat everyone as if they could be your prospective customer? That's just a simple treat people the way you want to be treated. I can leave that right there. If you were your customer... How long would you be wanting to continue to pay? If you were your own customer, if you were your own business partner, not only what you do in front, but even your thoughts in your head that might give you some food to chew on because most people are only thinking on the other side about the receiving, but the customer experience first starts with you giving. I love you. God bless you. Have an amazing and a productive and start giving some better customer experiences today. Talk with you soon.